You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Mama, mama, Really? Woo! We got two words for ya! Oh, yeah! With Daniel Spencer. Acknowledge me. Jeremy Woman. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut! Eric Cornish. And I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. And Linda Kay. Are you boys ready for the grind? And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Everyone to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. I'm Linda Kay. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right, guys, we're back. Another edition. We're live here on all platforms uh, right now. So, everyone, we appreciate um, you checking us out. We'll give uh, time for everyone to come in. We got a special guest today. Um, as we um, we've got uh, one of the stars of the wrestlers on netflix as well as former ovw women's champion that's right ladies and gentlemen we're talking about the one and only freya the slayer is going to be joining us and um i'm excited i'm excited uh to have freya on she's got a very interesting life uh that she she's led and continues to lead so uh, looking forward to hearing all that i learned something new every time i'm around freya so uh, i i fully expect to learn more today yeah, I, I just want Linda to be able to join and stay in here. I don't know what the problem is. Linda's having some technical difficulties today. It's all good. She can pop in and down as much as she can. Uh, no big deal. Um, I'm going to uh, let everybody know, though, those watching right now, um, Freya will join us um, in shortly. She's not on yet, so it's not false advertisement, but she will join us shortly um, here in just a little bit. So stay tuned. She might pop on in five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. I don't know, but she's going to pop on at any moment. Uh, so stay tuned uh, for that. RJ thinks it's his fault. No, it's not your fault, RJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have a, uh, some big issues when Brian Kennison was on uh, his, his uh, reffing it up. Uh, he did have uh, some issues there. And uh, we and me and Brian, uh, my Brian Hebner, just did the show with Kennison without him. So um, some say it was the best show. Some say it wasn't. I don't know, RJ. I don't know how you should feel about that. I'm just playing. I'm just messing so, with you. Uh, uh, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we're back live and uh, excited for this. By the way, I want to give a shout out to Haley J. Uh, her episode. Hey, what's up? Look at that. That guy, Mason, wants to say hello, everybody. Hello, Ma- that guy, Mason. Um, Never heard of him. Never heard of him. I do want to. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Haley J. Her her episode <clears throat> did phenomenally well, above and beyond from the type of views and listens and just the shares and everything that happened and all those clips we did and uh, um, I'm to the moon of how well that episode did. So thank you everybody that um, um, that uh, for sure listened, watched everything. Thank you to Haley as well. And I do want to do want to say to everybody to um, 
right now, retweet, share this, um, you know, whatever you need to do uh, to kind of get this word out there for the show. Uh, we're still kind of building an audience on our live edition. Those that are listening um, later on when this is not live on the audio version, you're like, hey, I listen all the time. What do you mean? Well, I get we get that, but we're trying to build a video audience, and we appreciate those retweet shares and all that. And also, if you subscribe or follow or whatever it may be, you'll get this no- and turn on your notifications. You'll get this automatically when it go when we do go live. So uh, be be uh, be sure to do that. So that way you don't um, don't have to wonder when we're when's the next time our show is going live. You know. So. Uh, hey, and by the way, it looks like Linda is back. Hey, uh, I see you guys now. Uh, there we go. The bug got fixed. The bug got fixed. Well, that's that. whatever you did. Do that next time, I guess. Right? Yes. Um, Noted. <laughs> um, uh, yes, John. John said the Hollywood Haley J episode was awesome, and I believe this one will be great as well. That's what we're hoping for. We do believe this one will be great, or we wouldn't have brought over, you know, wouldn't ask Freya to be a part of the show. So we're excited that Freya is going to be joining us here shortly, and I, I can't wait. I got a lot of questions to ask her, and a lot of things to talk about, um, for sure. And thanks for uh, taking up the slack for me last week when I was uh, I was still kind of you know nursing the wounds. Uh, but uh, can can we talk about what happened this week and Linda uh, Linda yeah. stepping up? What's what's going on with that? I, I I laid the foundation last week, and it's going to happen this week. I will be in the ring this time without the microphone. You guys, going to be you some, are some some fists. Uh, going up against uh, adam revolver and uh, and another uh, featured member of the uh the show wrestlers shannon the dude and i cannot wait mm-hmm. to see you get your hands beat whatever it takes on shannon the dude uh and uh and taken up for all the rest of us who you know have been uh, abused the last few weeks you were literally Can't hear you. Can't hear you, Daniel. Oh, you can't hear me. Oh, now I can. Yeah, we can. Oh, sorry. Um, I said uh, I said to um uh, to Eric, you were you were about. You told me at the at OVW last week, you were about to do the exact same thing that Linda did. You were just this close, yeah. And then Linda kind of jumped ahead of you, and I mean. I guess more power to her. But into that match, and then Linda just jumped right out and said, "I want to be Cal's partner," and so, so he, she, she stepped out before I could. So sorry. I mean, nobody yeah. wanted to see. I me. mean, hey, you know what? It, the way they've been acting toward all of us at ringside. I mean, Eric, maybe you might get your revenge on Adam and Shannon as well. Well, you Maybe. chase them outside the ring, and I'll I'll trip them or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the referee, I can always turn my head when they go over by Eric Cornish. You know, <laughs> always could happen. I love it. Not saying yeah. that I will do that, but I'm just saying it can always happen. Um, by the way, uh, we want to give a uh, quick shout out. OVW has sold out already for TV this week, but for the following weeks and the pay per view, No Rest for the Wicked has also sold out. Um, so if you want to get, um, tickets to OVW, you want to do that for the next couple of weeks leading up to it, you want to go to OVWrestling.com, use promo code ringside, and you're going to save 20% on your tickets. Uh, something we like to do, um, and help out there. Uh, by the way, we had a giveaway a while back and, uh, Ryan Mosley 
uh, oh, won, that giveaway, wow. won that giveaway. And I'm just waiting for Ryan to say, Ryan, that can't be this weekend because we're already sold out. So you have to um, let me know of what or not this Thursday. I mean, but you have you. I would jump on your your October day quickly so you can get your free tickets uh, for OVW uh, that you want here. We'll have another giveaway uh, shortly uh, on this podcast. Maybe not to if not tonight. We'll do it in the next couple of weeks uh, for some more OVW tickets uh, that can happen there. So um, somebody says here that Shannon the douche is going down. Um, that's uh, Wesley Broccoli, who happens to be the father of the star of Wrestlers on Netflix. Our, did, our favorite did you great. say Broccoli? Broccoli. Yeah. What did I say? You said Broccoli. Hey, Broccoli? Well, um, yeah, maybe it's that font we were talking about earlier because I read that wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's, so, but that's Gracie's dad. It's Gracie's dad. Yes, the star of Netflix, Gracie. Uh, that um, for sure. Um, the the one and only star. I don't know. And, and Eric, you tried to tell everybody he was a star, but Joe Mack has a problem with that for some reason. I I don't know. I mean, he's what can I say? He's a baby. <laughs> As we heard from Gracie, yes. <laughs> As we heard, yes. As we heard, no doubt. Uh, no doubt for sure. Uh, guys, also something new we can add here, and I'm sorry to put this over everybody's head. Let me move it around. Um, we got tips and donations are available. If you go to streamlabs.com slash ringside podcast, you want to make a tip or a donation to this uh, show, any amount you want to do, not only will your uh, money be used to help support this show, but also uh, if you if you make a donation or, or give us a tip, your, your guaranteed question or guaranteed comment will be put up on the show for sure. Now, I'm not saying that um, – and we have a right to refuse that, by the way, and refuse to – if somebody wants to throw something negative, keep it positive and all that kind of stuff, guys. But we will put it up on the air. Some things we, we do automatically and some people we, we, we promote or – not promote, but highlight uh, is the right word. Um, but uh, if you definitely make a tip or donation, we will sure do that without a doubt um, on that. We're just a few minutes away from uh, Freya, the Slayer, joining us here uh, on the Ringside Podcast. And uh, we're going to answer all your questions, even if you have questions for her. By the way, if you do make a tip, you definitely would get that question answered um, for her as well. So I just want to give that shout out there uh, for sure. And uh, before we go any further, I do want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors. Um, That's right. That is the one and only Collar and Elbow. When you go to collarnemobrand.com, use promo code RINGSIDE, all capital letters. You save 10% and you help the Ringside podcast out in the process. Collar Nebo, the best wrestling apparel there is today. Um, out there, just again, it's the best apparel to work out in, the best apparel to wear when you go to sleep, the best apparel, apparel to wear just lounging around the house. Hey, or even the best apparel to wear to, to the Walmart. It doesn't matter. It's also some of this, you've seen a lot of this merchandise on the show, Wrestlers itself. I mean, I think there was an episode that went by that um, our our good the, the our good friend co-owner of uh, OVW and our boss Al Snow did not wear. I mean, every episode he wore a Collar Noble shirt. So get yourself a Collar Noble shirt at CollarNobleBrand.com. Use the promo code Ringside and save ten percent. And uh, Linda, how about you? How about uh, you? Got something for us? Tell us about that. Yes, that would be ProWrestlingInsurance.com who helps us out here at Ringside Podcast. Make sure to go to ProWrestlingInsurance.com, speak with our great friend Chris, let him fill you in a little bit more how you can have affordable supplemental coverage to make sure you are covered if you get hurt, meaning you get a check made out to you. 
if you get hurt, whether that's inside the ring, outside of the ring, whether you're a wrestler or whether you're not. The supplemental coverage is available for everybody as low as $8 a month. Also, if you're hosting an event, reach out to Chris as well. Let him help you make sure you are covered for your event as well. ProWrestlingInsurance.com. Tell Chris we sent you. And uh, you're looking for the best CBD products out there to help you relax, help you sleep, help, uh, just help your life in general. Go to Cornbread Hemp. That's one of our newest sponsors right now. When you go to cornbreadhemp.com, use promo code RINGSIDE and save 15% on all CBD products. they got many to choose from. And like I said, it is life-changing and really great. So go to cornbreadhemp.com. Use that promo code RINGSIDE. And um, one more final one, Eric. Take, take it away. Well, you know, support for the Ringside Podcast brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. The products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. There's nothing scarier around this time of the year than, well, hair that's kind of grown out of control. Don't let it do that. You need to get the Performance Package 4.0. Now, Performance Package 4.0, I've got it. I want to thank Manscaped for sending it to me. And it's a game changer, I'm telling you. The Weed Whacker comes with it as well. And y'all rejoice, I found the Weed Whacker, the nose and ear hair trimmer. So I got those uh, big long hairs that were hanging off my ear, uh, all taken care of. And of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, it's got everything you need, the skin safe technology. Uh, it's waterproof. It also has a 4,000K LED spotlight to put the real star right there in the spotlight where it needs to be and make sure it gets nice and smooth yeah it's all there in the performance package 4.0 and you can save some money in your grooming when you use the code referee that's right use the code referee save 20 percent and get free worldwide shipping that's right it is precision engineered for your family jewels it will make your balls happy it will make the other folks in your life happy that have to deal with all that jeremy i know right Balls. So, balls. I said it. That's right. And we all, all us men, we have them. We need to keep them looking good. All right. So, manscaped.com, code referee. Make sure you go do it. 20% off free worldwide shipping with Manscaped. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the, the way to go for sure right there. And um, we're going to have, a, we're, go, we're we are possibly, I, I want to tease it a little bit. We have another sponsor waiting in the wings. Uh, yep. I want to get my product first. But my guy, A.B. at Capco Championship Belts, not only does he make replicas of all of the current championships for all promotions, but he can make you a customized one as well. He's working on some pretty sick side plates for my championship titles that I already have. Uh, Mention Ringside Podcast, you get 15% off your total order. Even if we don't decide to take them on, he said he would honor that. So let's let's see what we get first. I don't want to see what we get. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I do want to go ahead and, um, you know, I think it, it, it's that time of the show. I wanted to get our sponsors out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to um, I think it's time to bring on, you know, the Queen of the North. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to bring on Freya the Slayer. There we are, everybody. There, there she are. is. Do it, Freya. Linda. You got to yeah, do, do your it, intro. You got to do it, Linda. 
Oh man. Entering the Ringside Podcast from Fairbanks, Alaska. She is the queen of the north, Freya the Oh, that was a good one. There we go. Yeah, I like I like the way she does that. She can have it. No, it's yeah. <laughs> Freya, welcome to the show. Thank you for for coming on. I, uh, I appreciate it. it was, I, like it was one of those things where last week we um we came up like we were all talking like who should we get on and it was in like it wasn't even a question. It was like Freya. This this oh, class Freya. It was like right away. And actually, I have to say, it was Eric the, that came out like out of nowhere. It was like, yeah, we we're all like, yeah, Freya. We just went right up to you, and and you uh, you agreed to do the show. So uh, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're excited to 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 have you and get to talking about who Freya really is, right? Ooh, okay, that's-, that's exciting. I have to real quick say hello to two of our OBW super fans. I see yeah. Bunny and Clint here, and so. Yes. We just love our OVW people that show up every week and are so dedicated. So I have to say thank you to all of them. Yes. Who who's the other Clint and who else? Bunny. Oh, and Bunny. Oh, Bunny. There you go. Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. There, yes. Hello, Bunny, as well. Yes. They are they are uh are they are faithful OVW uh, uh fans for sure. And they're faithful to this podcast as well. So we appreciate them awesome. too. Um so um, why don't we start off with this? Like, we know if you watch the show Wrestlers, and we're going to get into some of the stuff you saw on Wrestlers and other things, but if you watch the show on Wrestlers, you know that you sold your house and and kind of moved here and things like that. But kind of tell us a little bit more of the background, kind of where you really, where Freya got her start in professional wrestling. Okay. So, like, I guess it's, like, quite different than how most people got into wrestling because when I came into wrestling in Alaska – I was one of 10 people in the whole state who did it. Like there was no school and I was six hours from where pretty much everyone else lived. And so, you know, at that point I was just training with the guys and seeing what I could do. Um, I started flying myself around the lower 48. You guys know what that is. Is that just an Alaska thing? If I say the lower 48? Yeah, no, no we've heard it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I know everyone what knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not Hawaii and Alaska, but... So I was like flying myself different places uh, while I was teaching middle school. And so um, I used up my leave every year so quickly, like trying to go to like different seminars and out of state shows. And at one point I was like, all right, I, I can't teach teaching. I just need to like throw all my eggs in the wrestling basket. I put my house on the market. Um, resigned from my really good job I had and was like, all right, wrestling, let's do what we can do. That's awesome. And it, you've already jumped into one of the things I wanted to talk to you about because we, we had a conversation about this one time that you were a teacher in middle school. And how, I mean, how does that happen? Like you're, you're just teaching and, and you're like, you know what? I want to throw women around the ring too. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, what, did, did your kids know that, that you were teaching as well? Yeah, they all knew. Um, yeah, I guess I've always just been an athlete. Like, I played basketball in college, and I was coaching basketball as well. And so someone just recommended I give it a try, you know? And it was, like, super backyard. And that's why I say it's, like, not the right way to get into wrestling. But um, as soon as I tried it, I, I just loved it so much. I loved it enough where I um, used Kickstarter. I bought my own wrestling ring. 
I started throwing my own events because I was the only woman in the whole state. So you're saying throw women around. I was mm. just throwing the guys around too because there were no <laughs> women. So I started throwing my own shows yeah. just so I could fly women to Alaska to wrestle me. Um, so I, yeah, I like do all sorts of shows like in Denali National Park and all sorts of places. But um, yeah, it was just kind of like, all right, let me do whatever I can. I would set up my ring at my house so I could train in it. I was dating a wrestler at the time, so it was the only other person within like a six hour drive of me who could wrestle. So wow. it kind of started like that, but then I was like, you know what, I'm taking, like, I love wrestling so much, I need to go do this right. And so uh, when I resigned from my job, I went to Las Vegas to go to FSW to train with somebody. So I was there off and on for two years training with them. Wow, yeah, Sin, you- Sin's a good good person to, to learn under, or- for sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, uh, Linda. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I know you loved wrestling, but did you grow up watching wrestling? Like, um, in the yes too, or no. kind of, like, later on? My brother was a huge fan. I was kind of, like, a casual fan of wrestling. Um, like, I knew who China was, and I thought she was such a badass, even without being a huge wrestling fan. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing about wrestling, especially in, like, the 90s, right? It transcended wrestling like even if you weren't a wrestling fan you knew all the big names in wrestling and so but like once i started doing it i was like okay i need to know my full wrestling history so like at this point i'm a diehard wrestling fan like you want to talk you know king's road japanese wrestling from the 90s i got you like at this point i'm a diehard wrestling fan So, all right. So when you came to um, came to Louisville, what what was it that brought you here? Was it OVW itself, or was it hey, uh, you were wrestling with you know some other talent? And they said hey, come and just come and do it. took a booking here as a one one off. Like what actually brought you to Louisville, Kentucky? Uh, no, it was definitely OVW. A bunch of the people actually at. Uh, Future Stars of Wrestling, that promotion that Finn trains at in Vegas, they recommended that I try it. You know, like, I I personally like like living on the West Coast. I'm a West Coast girl, but wrestling there is so spread out. Like, there's a good amount of wrestling in Vegas, but if you want to wrestle anywhere else outside of Vegas, it's like a five-hour drive. Like, to LA or to Arizona or Utah is like an eight-hour, right? Like, there's a decent amount of wrestling in that area, but it is not close by like you can get to here. So everyone's like, OVW is the only place other than, you know, AEW and WWE where you can do live television. And that's like, if you want to learn TV wrestling, OVW is the spot. So I packed up me and my little dog and we drove here. And it, I mean, just so you know wrestling, like we got here, we got into our Airbnb, Maria hit me up and we had just driven for like three straight days. And she's like, hey, there's a show three hours away. Can you can you real quick just like buzz over to this show? We don't have someone for Haley to wrestle. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's do it. And so that was like my first foray into OVW was a nice house show at a fair. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and speaking of the fair, let's talk about what we see a little bit in wrestlers, which is not your situation now, but where you were living was basically – at the fairgrounds in Louisville, yeah. right? Yeah, well, I don't know if anyone else has sold a house, but, like, 
there's so much that's unknown when you sell a house. And so I was really reluctant to sign a lease somewhere while my house was just on the market because I didn't know if I would have to like buzz over to Alaska and like there's no quick trip to Alaska like normally it takes me four flights and at least 24 hours to get home so I was like all right I can't sign a lease I need something where if, if something goes down I can leave at the drop of a hat and not have to break the lease so yeah I did live in an RV at Kentucky Kingdom for most of last summer wow okay um, so like, uh, when, what, what made you like, you know, and I know you probably kind of alluded to it already, but what really made you like, okay, I'm going to sell my house. I'm going to, I'm going to live, I'm going to do this. Like what, what made, was it just your craziness of being, you want to this, you want to, you know, make this dream come true and be, be a successful, you know, wrestler or, you know, be a superstar in the WWE someday or AEW or wherever. Or was it just like, well, that's the only way I'm going to be able to, to uh, pay the bills if I live off an indie wrestling world, so I got to do that. Like, what, what exactly, like, drove you to that? Drove you, no pun intended, on driving the RV. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with Asha, we can't. Hang on. Oh, are you there? Yeah, we see you. Oh, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yep, got you. There. Okay, okay, sorry. I was trying to fix the, the bit of feedback we're getting, but okay. yeah. um, no, I'm just kind of an all-in person. I I was already on career number five. Um, I've done a lot of things in my not super long life, but every single one I've just like dedicated myself fully to, and so um, right now, you know what wrestling is. Thing that I want to do for as long as I possibly can and I really don't know what that's going to look like I think at least for me personally I was talking to someone the other day like it's so good to have goals and idea of what you want but also being open to what the universe gives you right like mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to be prepared for what lands in your lap Sin always like in a match she's like if you're too focused on like what you have planned you're going to miss the gifts that just appear in the ring. And I kind of feel that way about life. If you have like too concrete of what you think you should be doing, you might miss out on some different gifts that life's giving you. Yeah. Well, and you're really, you're really good at what you do. Uh, you're, you're one of my favorites. I know I'm the only person on the panel that's not a member of OVW, but um, kind of uh, walk us through. So here lately, you've had a, you've had a family member come in kind of get your back against the bad weaves club. I mean, the bad girls club, um, kind of what, like walk us, walk us through how that, that came to fruition. Um, you know, that's like the beautiful thing about wrestling is like, even though people are so spread out, the wrestling community and world is actually so small, right? So TT is here now at OVW, but I've wrestled her daughter. I've wrestled her ex-husband. Like, like I, it's really like such a family thing, you know? And so it's only natural that you're going to have someone that you bring in that has your back, right? Alloy says it's the wrestling business, not the friends Mm -hmm. business. But at the same time, right? It's good to have someone who, you know, is going to have your back no matter what. And you can only have that with family. That's true. Absolutely. That is true. 
I will say too, Freya, speaking of how awesome you are, not just as a person in ring. So I came to you, remember when I um, got to be a part of our nightmare rumble and I had yes. to be shown the ropes, literally. And who did I contact to help me? You, Freya. Thank you so much. Yeah. And No, and you yeah. killed it. And I'm oh, so excited I, that you're yeah. wrestling again. I feel like we should uh, be interviewing Linda about her upcoming is this at OVW your like match debut? Yeah, actually, oh, yeah. So, so keeping in mind things you've taught me, Freya. Oh, this is a I got you. I'll be I'll be watching the wings in case okay. uh, Shannon the dude tries something. I've been challenging him for a long, long time. He's been holding that title and not defending it for how long? Right. I mean, Eric, you know, you have your radio background. I'm on. I'm on you, I mean, us, we got to take he that, that a lot. championship. Yes. Wait, does not back it up. <laughs> he did lose it one time to Jeremy's good friend, all good friend too, but Jeremy's like, I think he's his best friend and uh, Steve Rummage. Uh, okay. For like, well, how long ago was it? Like, like two, a month or two, he didn't, hey, Steve Rummage was the champion. And then yeah, two months. Yeah, two he months. Lost and then, Slugger Field. Yeah, he lost mm. it. Yeah, he lost it uh, right back to him. And then uh, I don't think he's defended it or ever since. Mm. So the only time he defended it one time, he lost it and then got it right back. So probably why he's too scared to put it on the line again. I think so. There should be a clause in the in the thing, right? Like you have to defend it at what least. At I least mean, at least once a year. year. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, once a year. Yeah, at least okay. once a year, even once a year. <laughs> Do you know that I was on vacation and and. This is top secret information, but I was on vacation, I think, last year. And I went in with my wife uh, and my niece so they could get their nails done. And I look over to the side, and there's Shannon the dude getting his 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 getting a mani-pedi. <laughs> and I was like, bro, like, now listen, I don't have anything against pedicures. As a former football player, our offensive line coaches made us get pedicures because he said it was it was like sharpening your tools. And taking care of your feet, that's the most important thing for offensive linemen. But uh, I just looked at him. He looked at me. I kind of shook my head at him in shame, and I, I left and went about my own business. But, yeah, if you hear somebody out in the crowd on Thursday saying he gets pedicures, that's me. I'm going to be saying it all the time. I mean, there's again, there's nothing wrong with that. But, right, I mean, at the same time, he is on the radio. Uh, so I don't know anybody really sees um, – him do that uh and some people say he's got a face for radio so um you know i that's but i, I didn't say that some other people say that well linda's linda's gonna beat it up and make it look even worse this week so yeah i truly believe that yeah, wait yeah so freya i saw a question up there from matthew uh you know we'll go ahead and get to it uh, favorite match you've been in ovw now what almost three years right something mm -hmm. like that close to it what's what's one of your uh, favorite matches that you've had so far Oh gosh. Um, man, that's tricky. I think I have different favorite matches for different situations. Like I think the person that I really love wrestling at our like house shows on the roads, probably Haley, just cause she's such a character. Right. But I've also really loved from like a more technical standpoint, getting in the ring with like a Jada or an Ellie, just people who are going to bring like a different level of athleticism, you know, and I really like, unique matchups on one hand, right? Cause I am six one. So it is fun to wrestle these smaller, quicker, more, um, I don't know, agile, maybe we would say opponents, but also before, um, 
before we were teaming up, I really had a lot of fun wrestling Alice. So I don't know. I just think I just think the OVW women's division is unmatched. And if you're not watching us, you definitely should be. Absolutely. Agree. And as the official podcast of OVW, we agree. Uh, we 100% uh, back OVW and say that. You need to be watching. Don't sleep on OVW. Um, and you can watch it anywhere. You don't have to just be in Louisville, Kentucky or in the surrounding region. You can literally watch it on Fight TV every Thursday at 7, 7 o'clock live or on demand it later if you want to watch, you know, Impact at 8 o'clock because I support that too. We support that here as well. Of course, you know, does. and then OVW ends up on YouTube too. So really, you have yeah. no excuses. You have no excuse. Exactly. Catch exactly. wrestlers on Netflix too if you want more OVW. Exactly. There we go. Let's see Freya on wrestlers as well. And mm-hmm. while around that topic, Freya, how about that? What are your thoughts? Now it's been a couple of weeks in since wrestlers has debuted on Netflix. Um, it's just been wild, I guess. I think I don't know how you guys feel, but because we filmed it so long ago, it was almost like, okay, I don't even know how to. Do you know what I mean? Like it was like you didn't forget about it, but like that like anticipation where it was like right on the precipice was like not quite there anymore because we'd been waiting and waiting and waiting. But now that it's come out, I mean, first off, just in that first episode, Greg is an artist. Like, can we all just appreciate how beautiful the show is? Like, that was the first thing that really caught my eye was the aesthetic of it and how damn good he made us all look. I was like, wow, this is an arena that I'm in every week and he made it look amazing. And so I think the show is great from that standpoint. And then also on top of that, you know, if you know wrestling, you know that Previously, you don't tell people what goes on behind the curtain, right? You are your character. You walk through the curtain and you are that 100%, right? We know Undertaker. We don't know Mark Calloway, right? And no one knew anything about personal life, nothing. But I think the really cool thing nowadays is with social media and with wrestlers, as you can really get to know all of the additional struggles that your favorite wrestlers go through, which I think makes it even more impressive what they're doing. Like they might've lost their job or been injured or been broken up with or have a family member with issues, but they still go out there and give a hundred percent to what they're doing. And I just think that the show wrestlers really kind of highlights that, like who the people are at home and in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to, um, you know, uh, talk about this because I know we we asked, we had Haley J on last week and we kind of asked a similar question. We said, um, you know, who would, you know, if you could pick any opponent, who would it be that you're going to wrestle that's not at OVW? Uh, she had a couple names that she did. So, and I see some people in the chat. I see Clint and uh, Joey asked the same question. Since Clint was the first one, we'll throw his up. Who would your all time dream opponent be? So, actually, speaking of impact, my dream opponent had retired, and so I had given up all hope of it ever happening, but very recently, she is back in the ring, and that's Awesome Kong. Um, Always, always loved Awesome Kong. Um, Followed her career all over the place, so that is probably my number one dream opponent. Um, The other people that I would love to wrestle, as much as I love kind of the, like, David and Goliath story. I also just like a big 
tall woman hoss fight, you know? And so there are so few of us in the six foot range, but I'd really like to wrestle all them. Like, like Camille at NWA, you know, like I think that would be such a fun matchup or man. I mean, everyone wants to wrestle Rhea Ripley, but any, any of the, or Gonzalez, right? Rena Gonzalez, like all these tall women, I, my secret dream is that someone will do a tall girl scramble match. That's like, you have to be this tall to ride this ride or something like that. And you have to be at least five ten or something to be in the match. I'm just, I'm, Holy cow. Yeah, that'd be. My fingers are crossed. I'm going to pull it off because I think, at least on the indies, there's like six of us. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just speaking that into existence. I'm saying it out loud so someone does it. So um, RJ um, brought up something interesting talking about wrestlers. Was there anything that they didn't put in the series about your story that you wish they would have? Um, I think they did a really good job of talking about kind of my biggest you know, commitment to wrestling, which was selling my house. But I do think it would have been interesting for people to know that I was a teacher and a teacher in Alaska, just because I think that part of my background is so unique, just because there aren't many people from Alaska, period. And the fact that I taught at an indigenous charter school, like, so I am extremely proficient on snowshoes and like, um, also like we would teach our students to butcher moose and winter survival camping. And so like, I have all these other parts of my background that I talked to them about, but they just didn't air that I think are just like pretty unique to myself, at least in wrestling. They have to be, I bet not everybody has like skinned the links by hand. Yeah. Right. I mean, as a whole, too no, much it, in wrestling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, people in Kentucky really don't take many moose butchering <laughs> classes. So that's, that's pretty good. No. So um, now the one thing that is in in wrestlers that uh, we see, and this is so strange because it was last year, is uh, your relationship with Mr. Aaron Grider. And of course, we know that continued all the way until just a couple of months ago that uh, culminated with a big wedding. This has been the longest running story in OBW for the last who knows how many years. And it, it may not have showcased your wrestling skills always but how did you feel doing the character stuff along with Aaron I think that was really cool because you know when our fans are watching us they maybe can relate to some of our storylines but they might not know what it feels like to take a chop unless they've hung out with cash or or like a body slam or a choke slam right you might not know how those things feel so you can watch people and like feel for them but who doesn't relate to a shitty relationship. You know what I mean? Who doesn't relate to getting backstabbed or feeling manipulated on a personal level? And I feel like the really great thing about that story was it just told a really human story through, you know what I mean? The the vein of wrestling. And mm-hmm. so I thought that was really great that Al took a story that everyone can relate to on some level. I don't know which side they maybe were on it or, or both at one point, like I was, but I think it's really cool when wrestling can intersect real life. Yeah. Now, now this was an, you said this on wrestlers. So this was an idea like, I don't know how much of it was you and Al, whatever, but like you kind of pitched this, right. You kind of was like, I want to be involved in this. You never see women involved in a, in this kind of an angle as, as the, I guess 
as the other one. You usually see women being the one kind of like, you know, strung along like they're the they're the idiots. But it was the opposite. You were making the man be the idiot, which is kind of real life anyways. Right. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I was just watching a lot of the storylines we had going on at the time with Haley with that Lawrence Bizzo thing. And then we had Ari as Katari with Ryan Howe, right? And we had all these storylines where it was the guy, exactly like you said, stringing along the woman. And yeah. I was just like, Al, I feel like I could do that. Like, I feel like we could tell a story that we've been telling, but in a really unique way with Maybe I just wanted to bring main character energy. I don't know. But I wanted the poor sap to string along, which God bless Aaron Greider because he fit the role perfectly. I don't know how he felt when Al pitched it to him, but the whole thing was highly entertaining. I, mean, I can't say enough about about Aaron Greider. And if you if you don't know Aaron, I mean, Aaron is exactly who you see on screen, to be honest with you. <laughs> but but Pretty much. I mean there and that's why Al loves him is because it's so genuine when it comes off and Aaron such a great sport as, as I'm sure you can attest to with all that that you've done with him over the last year and a half or whatever that was the funniest part we would be like on this really long um like offset filming day like we filmed so many times not in the arena just like dates at restaurants and bowling alleys and hotel rooms and just all over the place but we were at the bowling alley and he's just talking about his multiple bowling balls and why he has multiple and he just goes on this full bowling rant and al and i just get big eyed look at each other and i was like that all of that, everything you just said, I need you to say that on camera. <laughs> so exactly what you're saying, so much of it was him just being himself and then Al being like, oh no, this is gold. I need you to do that when the cameras are rolling. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Cause like it, it literally, I mean, it's right because it literally is who he is. And I, I don't think there was anything that he said, um, in that, uh, in that, um, in those episodes or in those pre-tapes or whatever that was not Aaron Greider, you know, at all. So, Oh, no. He's very much himself. Yeah, which not everyone can do. So kudos to him. Yeah, for sure. No, and the funniest thing that I say on it, and I don't know if it comes across, but I'm talking about a real-life date I went on and how all the fake dates we went on weren't the worst date that I went on in Louisville. Because I went on one horrible Tinder date since I've lived here. And, of course, they caught me on camera talking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, Aaron delivers the line perfectly. Like, yeah, people are effing weird, you know. (laughs) Right. I love it. No, that was too good. Yeah, the one date I go on uh, wants me to beat him up and throw him around. Ooh. Wow. That was that's awful bold. First date. That's that's what we're leading with. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, RJ's got another question here. With your character, are you thinking about developing it from the show from show to show, or do you have a long term plan for it when you, when it comes to your character itself? Um, that's tricky. I think we maybe have an idea of what we think is going to happen with our character, but then you just kind of also have to be ready. Like, I didn't know how the wedding was going to culminate until right before or mm-hmm. how even drawn out that was going to be with these, the, what did you call them, the Bad Weaves Club? 
that that's my new favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling that by the way. Yeah. But um I think you just have to be ready for it, right? Like right now I'm I'm I've uh maybe been what's the word? Hmm. Maybe humbled a little bit from my previous asshole ways, right? Uh getting cheated on by a whole women's roster at your wedding maybe does that to you, right? But also yeah. gets you some sympathy. So right now I feel like my character's kind of in a, a transition. And I've never wrestled with someone who is family. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next. I'm just kind of along for the ride, ready for it. And I think what people I, do have sympathy. I'm oh, sorry, Jeremy, go ahead. No, what I was going to say is what I really liked about the show and, and your involvement in it is because it kind of, for those of us that don't get to go every single week, it kind of showed us a more in-depth part of your character. And for us to be able to see, like, she can do, like, she can really do this. And it, it's just my favorite. Like, I, I'm sitting here scrolling through it. All the, I find myself watching it, like, every other day. I just, I, I love what, you called him a magician earlier. I just love what he did as far as presenting everybody. He even made Daniel look good, and that's hard to do. So, I, uh, well, I mean, Daniel, it is what it is. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I love how it, it, it really did kind of take your character development to the next level for those of us who don't get to be up there up front every week. I completely agree. Yeah, and as uh, and we were talking about earlier, and you you said you you developed some sympathy. Um, I think that character when you first came in was was so just you know on this evil queen slash queen of hearts type character, you know, and then and you had the huge crazy eyes, and it was like wow, she's she's very scary. But I think the, the Aaron Grider stuff actually let people you know, see you're a real person, you know, you have a heart. I mean, you know, my daughter absolutely adores you and you're oh, her favorite you. wrestler. And I think, you know, and that's, that becomes, you know, you know, the human in this big monster who everybody saw to begin with. Yeah. And you've, you've literally become one of OVW's most popular stars. So um, do you, do you like it being able to, you know, not be the your big bad self when you you get to interact with the fans and kind of kind of be yourself and be be the nice girl. I actually really love it. Um, we were I was talking about Awesome Kong earlier, and when I was first getting into wrestling, I listened to a lot of podcasts with her, and kind of right. She's also a big statuesque, formidable woman, and she was just kind of talking about how anyone, if you're a woman and you're tall, you get thrown into that role. You're the monster. You're the big mm -hmm. bad guy instantly, right? Like that's easily, oh, you come to a new promotion. That's a character, right? You instantly get pigeonholed into that, which is fine. It makes sense. I get it. But I really appreciate that Al was like, okay, yes, maybe you are, but let's do this like human romance angle. You know what I mean? Normally you wouldn't take the person who's your badass and make them be soppy in love with the referee. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was really cool to take the character that you expect to do one thing, but no, let's humanize it a little and really let people see the other side of things. Um, sorry, I was reading that and I thought uh, uh, I wanted to comment there. Uh, Jessica McKinney says, hi from another parent of another 
Freya fan club member. Oh, so, I love that. Yeah. No, and I think also that's another thing. Like, I think it's easy for me to just like let go and be just mean. You know, like it's really not my normal nature. But as soon as you go through the curtain, it's like a a flip switches, right? So if I'm being told to go be scary and mean, I can go do that. But it's not naturally, I don't think, who I am. Like, as a teacher, I really like talking to kids. And you know what I mean? Like, I think your daughter's so cool. I actually have the picture of her and me saved on my phone. I just showed it to someone, like, two nights ago. But um, I think that's really cool. Like, I really do like kids. And I wish we did more with kids, like, with with schools. Like, like even if I can't teach now, I always want to do something with children. One of the one of the things that I thought was cool, and not to say you can steal her gimmick, but because that's her thing. But we had Deanna Prazo on our show um, a few uh, a few months ago, and she does something during back to school where she like raises money for teachers, and that was like the coolest thing ever because you never hear a lot of people doing it for teachers. You hear them do it for kids for, and yes, you need to do it for the kids that need backpacks and whatnot. But it was also for teachers that like. You know, when school starts back, they got to have all these supplies and all these different things. And they had a, a lot of them pay them pay it out of their own money, mm-hmm. you know. And it, and it was cool. Like, she's willing to, like, do that. And I, go, I know that she has family members and whatnot that's been teachers and stuff, too. Um, and, again, not to try to say just still what she's doing, but maybe maybe you can collab with her. But have you ever thought about doing something like that where you give back to the teachers as well? That's actually really cool. I have not thought of that. Um, but she's absolutely right. Like, every – I taught for nine years and um, oh. everyone I know and worked with buys all their own stuff. Like you, yeah. maybe you get a $50 stipend, but you definitely spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars out of pocket by the time the school year is over. So right. I definitely have to look into that. That's really cool. My niece, Ashlyn, she is actually going to school. She's in high school now, but she wants to be a teacher as well. What's some advice uh, that you could give her as far as being patient, because I told her it's going to be, di- especially in the in the post COVID day of teaching, things are a lot more difficult. According to my family members that teach, what's some advice that you can give her as far as you know sticking with it? Because I know it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing you have to be ready for in teaching, which I mean, it's a lot of life, but it's just being able to roll with the punches. Like, I don't think there was ever a day where you have, like, you write these very detailed lesson plans, but things never, literally never go that way. And so just being ready to to just switch on a dime and flip everything. And so that's really good, just being super, super flexible. And then also just being genuine. I think so many people get into teaching expecting they have to just, like, be a hard ass or be this certain person. But I feel like kids sense that out so quick. And if you're yourself, you're just going to connect with people better, especially children, because they they really they don't fake the funk. You know, they're they're on you as soon as you are being phony or if they think that you're doing something that they don't agree with. They are going to tell you in a very rude way. And so you just have to be yourself, I think. She's very I'm worried about her. Yeah, for sure. I worry about her because she's so shy. I don't. I don't know that she can handle it, but I'm, I'm going to support her 1,000%. So my trick uh, when I taught middle school is, I, like I said, I played basketball. I would find the biggest, baddest kid in the grade, right, in the eighth grade, whoever was the coolest kid. Normally they were a basketball player. And I would sneakily challenge them to one-on-one, and I would beat them in front of all their friends. 
And then instantly <laughs> I would just have cred. And then when they tried to talk, like talk trash, I'm like, do I need to beat you again? And then all their friends would laugh at them. And then we became really good friends that way. But if she could find a way to do that, just to connect with them with something completely not teaching related, at least that was my trick. Something like non-wrestling related as we bring up it not too long ago, we met up at Louder Than Life, and I know you're a big live music concert person as well. So what are some of your favorite bands? I know we both love rock, but do you love something outside of rock or what are um what do you Oh gosh? I oh I love so many different types of music. Um I just like live music in general, if I'm honest. Like I grew up when I was growing up, my dad uh had a recording studio in our basement in Alaska. And so I grew up listening to music and uh, unfortunately for him dating a lot of musicians. And I think that's maybe partially what like brought me into wrestling is I always felt like I had like something performance wise to bring to the table. I'm just not personally musically inclined. And so, but um, acts I like to see live, like from Louder Than Life, I, I love Run The Jewels, that's Killer Mike, I thought they're so great. And then I, um, I followed a few DJs all through college, like Diplo and Santa Gold, electronic music, R&B. I don't know. I just like music. I'm easy. I just saw Beyonce, though, not too long ago this summer in Louisville, and that was maybe the best concert I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, just from, like, not even musically, just, like, a showman. When you can really watch someone doing what Al's teaching us to do, right, like, Mm -hmm. taking everyone on an emotional ride, like, Man, she really did that. It all comes full circle, doesn't it? It does. It really does. And Fran, now that you've been here a few years, and I know you're kind of settled into this community now. I mean, you still travel and stuff like that. But, you know, it had to be hard when you first got here. Who are some of the people around OVW or outside of OVW that have really helped you get settled and and help you continue to learn here in Louisville and with OVW? I mean, definitely Alan Doug, just from a training point of view, but I've, I'm pretty good at moving. Like, I, I left Alaska when I was 17 to go to college by myself to go to a state I'd never been to. So I'm pretty used to, to doing things on my own and kind of figuring it out. But that said, the OVW family is really great. Like I was saying, Al and Doug and Al's wife, Jess, even. You know what I mean? There's so many people where if you do need something, they have your back. Like... I don't think many people know when I first got here within two weeks had a broken collarbone and had to get surgery, you know, and then one of our owners, Chad helped me find a surgeon. Like I didn't know anything like that here. I think it was Maria helped me get in touch with Chad and helped me with that. So like the OVW family really does run deep. Yeah, it it does for sure. And, and, and one of the things about, um, you know, OVW is is the is our women's division and the fact that you're part of it. But you know you've um you you're a former OVW women's champion. I know we haven't really talked too much about this or or or, or kind of you know really studied on this part of it, but or ta- or um, alluded to this part of it. But what is your thoughts on our current champion Haley J? And then what what is your plan on maybe getting that title back? Hmm. Right now, uh, so Haley and I have gone at it. Most of the time I've been at OVW. But currently, we're both dealing with these annoying girls, right? We're both dealing with these bad girls. And so right now, what is it? Like 
the enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? We're kind of right. living that right now. So I think maybe we got to snatch some wigs, deal with them, then then I'll challenge her for the title. Let's silence them. A lot of duct tape. They like to talk, right? Once they're dealt with, then then I can come back and, and deal with Haley. Okay. I like it. I like it for sure. I like it. Um, guys, I don't know what's going on here. Some, some, something's happening. Some, oh, what, what, what's going on? Oh my goodness. Oh, 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 I don't know. What, I don't, I don't know how he got on the show. He was not invited. Um, but, but Aaron, what are you, what are you doing? Wait, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean not invited? Aren't I always invited? Well, I mean, this is Freya's time, and and we all know what the, the last time what happened between you and Freya. Um, well, there was a myth. There was a it was a misunderstanding, is what it was. It was it, it, it was a misunderstanding. By the way, turn your turn your phone sideways so we can uh, landscape it. There you go. There you go. Look there at, we go. Yeah. Um, oh no! Turn yeah. it back the other way. Okay. All right. So we're misunderstanding, but 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 we're doing a show with Freya, and last time you, I think you ruined her kind of a life a little bit, and now you're hopping into their show. I don't understand what's going on. Well, well, look. She, you know, she she won't return messages. She uh, she turned her back on me. Okay, she turned her back on me, and so. I got word that Freya was going to be here. So I thought I would come in and say hi to everybody and see how everybody was doing. And I thought we could be like a cordial, like nice conversation. I, I mean, Freya, Freya, the floor is yours. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I was just hearing the crickets from everyone else, you know, no hard feelings. I understand it was the bad girls club. But it was a dark time that I'm still processing. I don't think anyone expects their their wedding day to end like that. I know I I uh, I certainly wasn't expecting it to end like that. And um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a, a rough a rough day for all of us. That's for sure. But uh, I know Freya well enough to know that the uh, the Bad Girls Club has. Uh, some payback coming in spades. Uh, Jeremy, what did you call them? The what? The Bad Weaves Club. Bad Weaves Club. There you go. The Bad Weaves Club. So I, I, I uh, yeah, I don't, Aaron, um, I, I don't know what to say, man. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, we could have brought you on another time. You didn't have to take Freya's time. You've already kind of, like I said. I'm not trying to take anybody's time. You know, I, I just I just thought with everybody in one spot, it might be a good time to come on and say hello and and maybe just, you know, clear the air a little bit and have a have a nice conversation. I mean, we're, we're all adults, you know, bad things happened and uh, Frey is going to going to make the bad girls co pay for it. And I, I I just wanted to have a conversation. That's all. Again, Freya, uh, the, the uh, oh, Jeremy, go ahead. I was going to say, cool glasses, first off. Uh, Thank you. Second off, is that a Taylor Swift poster behind you? It is indeed. It is indeed. Okay, go ahead and mute him, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Are you? The, I mean, it's bad enough we got to deal with her on football. Now we got to deal with her on our on our show. Come on, you man. should know by they don't. You should know by now. I'm a Swifty. Like you, there, there is no, there is no secret that I, I would have known that. I would have never gotten engaged to you. Uh, oh, come on now. See, see, what, what we're Not saying is that. now we got bad blood. So oh, I'm saying that was good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good. Please good. do not encourage him. He'll do that the entire show. Oh, shake it off. Don't worry about it. All right. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> see, I, I can, I can do that the entire time. Um, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Freya, is there anything, because I think we're going to, uh, is there anything you want to say to Aaron other than what you've already said already, but anything else you want to say or ask him a question or anything else? I don't think so. I think right now I, I need to focus on not getting a soccer rocks to the head again. It's happened like the last couple weeks. So I think that's my focus right now. And maybe we can talk after I'm not, you know, watching my back from these bad girls. There you go. How about that, Aaron? You hear is that? Are you satisfied with that? I mean, that, that work, you know, that, that works for me. She's got, she's got a career. I've, you know, I've got, I've got a, things I can focus on as well. So yeah, we can, we can be, you know, uh, adults and then have our own way, our own conversations and our own, our own goals and things like that. And we can, we well, can move on. Well, right now you're suspended from OVW refereeing because of what you did, what happened at the wedding and everything else. So you haven't, you haven't been refereeing for a while. So maybe, maybe, maybe when it's all said and done, we bring you back into OVW. I, I'll, re, I'll re, remove your suspension after Freya. Is ready. I'm gonna let Freya tell me when I can remove your suspension. Not even Al Snow. I'm gonna let Freya tell me. Oh man, it's not me. That's the boss man. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There you go. We lost Eric for a moment, but it's okay. Um, all right. Well, well Aaron, I, I appreciate you stopping in, and even though you weren't invited to come in and uh, um, run on this parade, um, but uh, but hey, your answer is given. After she's done settling what she's settling and with the Bad Weaves Club or Bad Girls Club, sorry, excuse me, I, I pulled a Jeremy. Um, right, you did. And uh, then she'll see about when she's in the right place to have a conversation with you, and then maybe we'll have a conversation too about bringing you back on board as a referee. How about that? Yeah, that's out. That sounds good to me. You know, that's that's all I can really ask for. All right. Who do we have to talk to to get Daniel suspended from refereeing? That's what I want to know. <laughs> that would be that would be an Al Snow Al Snow decision most likely. Okay. okay. <laughs> or Matt Jones, I guess. All right. I well, you know, maybe. Right. Aaron, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you off the show now. I think it's time to 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 end end things here. Oh look, the 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 doggies in in the picture. See, we need to get you. On, we need we we rather see one dog than the other. How about that, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean that's a I mean that's a really cute dog. I mean, he's a very cute. And that and, and for the record, that dog loves me. I'm just saying that dog loves me. Ooh, I don't know. There's photos that prove otherwise, but we can- <laughs> hey, we had some great. Those were some great photos. Those were some great photos. Uh, well, you know. All right, Aaron. Thanks for coming on. I, uh, yes. I guess and. Uh, We'll see you. We'll see you down the road. Have a good one, everybody. All right, guys. I, uh, Where do you get those glasses from, Claire's? I mean, come on. You can't say this stuff when he's not here. Now, I guess you can. Yeah, uh, he can listen. Uh, I mean, Freya, Freya did a good job of like towing the line. I mean, she didn't say let's do this again, but she didn't say we are never, ever, ever getting back together. So <laughs> she did, that's true. That's true. Dad, the dad jokes are strong tonight. Well, oh, yeah. we're dads. What are you going to do? 
Every week. Every week. Every week. I know. I just want, we were talking about wrestlers earlier. I'm pretty happy at the amount of screen time Little Man got here. And when we were at the Gaslight Festival, uh, you were there, Eric, but people were yeah. asking to take photos with me more than probably had ever at any show. And I'd been holding him. And I set him down for the photo. And the girl goes, no, no, no. We recognized him yeah. from the show. We want a photo <laughs> with him, too. And he got recognized at the dog groomer from wrestlers. So. Oh, nice. One, one of my favorite parts of the, of the entire series is it looks so serious. And then Maria tells you that she, that a bird pooped on her. And you're just like, all right, so which way do I, uh, let me get about my business real quick. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. It's so funny. So many people have brought up that moment to me and I don't even really remember it. It was just like a very chaotic day, but I guess how I reacted was, I don't know. If you know wrestling, you have so much on your mind, like especially at a big show hours away. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a question back in the chat. I'm going to go find it here that I thought was very interesting. Mm. Um, you know, you traveled around um, the world a little bit and mm -hmm. uh, Clint Carroll asked, uh, what's your favorite state and venue to wrestle in? Ooh. Um, oh, I'm I'm pretty torn. Um, I love wrestling in Alaska for sure. I think I need to, I need to get this. Proved, but I think I have wrestled in more Harley Davidson shops than probably anyone. Okay. I have done <laughs> five tours of Harley shops in Alaska. Like I have done 10 plus shows in Harley shops. Wow. Which is random, but like kind of cool. But um, I you think have, you have shirts for all that though. You say like I was at this Harley. This I Harley probably store. could find them. Yeah. Okay, okay. But um, I just think because there's so little entertainment in Alaska, that's definitely one of my favorite states to wrestle in because they're just so appreciative when people bring in these like bigger, awesome wrestling shows. Um, and I've gotten to wrestle really amazing people in Alaska. And so that's super cool. But I think my favorite venue might be Rawway in New Jersey. The Rawway Center, it's like, I don't know if you guys know it, but uh, mm -hmm. I wrestle there a lot for WrestlePro and those shows are always so, so good. Um, amazing, amazing fans. And it's just like such a historic venue. Uh, if you're ever in New Jersey and you see a show at Rawway, you, you got to hit it up. You were giving some props to the, the OVW fan base earlier. So I wanted to ask you about this. Since wrestlers come out, I just feel like the energy in, in Davis Arena, I feel like everything has just been amplified times 10. Uh, do you can you all tell that is that something that you all have talked about how how crazy it's been since y'all were released on netflix oh definitely we're already sold out for this thursday the pay-per-view on the 21st is sold out and not only that we're almost sold out for next thursday yeah. so you know that like Definitely, the the word is out. People are so excited to see us. People who've never seen us before coming in and just realizing how awesome our live shows are. Just the energy and all the atmosphere and getting to see it all live, getting to listen to Eric and Linda announce everyone and all the wrestlers, like the whole experience that you only get when you're there is so unmatched. And I think people really want to... I never thought about it, but they want to see like the set, 
you know, where wrestlers was filmed. Yeah. And so they've been watching the show, right? And like now you can go watch where some of your favorite moments happened. Yeah. And absolutely. Go ahead, Eric. I was just going to say, I mean, think about it. When Wrestlers was released on a Wednesday, we had a show on a Thursday. So it was, there was a little, you know, lead time before we got there. I mean, it was a Wednesday, like going into the Thursday where we had our show. But by Gaslight Festival, like you talked about, which was on Friday and Saturday, there was already a buzz. There was already just a yeah. different feeling of people who had already watched the show, the people that had, you know, embraced some of these people. It was amazing. It was, it just felt different. And uh, so, yeah, you're right. It's that uh, there is this buzz that's just around and I, I hope it just hangs around forever to be honest with you. I completely agree. I mean, I would maybe occasionally get recognized for being, from OVW, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe once a, every other week or so, right? I would get recognized in Louisville. Now it's literally every single place I go, someone's like, man, I watched the show. It was so great. Like mm-hmm. the gym, the grocery store, right? Like I said, the dog groomer, like everyone has seen it and now is so excited about what we're doing. I mean, OVW has yeah. been doing it for so long, but now everyone can finally figure out, you know, what all the hype's about. I don't know if anyone knows, but we're almost at our consecutive 1300th episode. Yeah, we are. Like we're right under SmackDown, I believe, for mm-hmm. the longest running consecutive yeah. show. And so, I mean, come on. If you haven't been to an OVW show, what are you doing? For yeah, sure. but- this week is twelve is twelve hundred and sixty. Uh, yeah. This week coming up, we're getting there. Yeah, and as a longtime fan, I, I like it, it, when I when I returned to the Davis Arena. I think it was two was it two Thursdays ago, Eric? Yeah. I believe. Um, you're yes. not Eric. I was asking Eric. Um, Bob was saying yes before you said Eric. I know, but I don't like you. I like him. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> but when I stepped in there and I heard how just how I hadn't heard an OVW crowd that loud when it wasn't a pay-per-view, uh, but a regular since like when they were holding them out of uh, Kentucky kingdom. And those were the most l- loud live crowds because you not only had your diehards in there every week, but then you had the people that were at the amusement park at the time. And it was just so loud and crazy. And it, it reminded me of those days. <clears throat> That's my goal. I want that. I want those days back. I want to be back at Kentucky kingdom. I want to be, you know, I've, we need to do that again. Let's do it. What well, yeah, alive? Wasn't this what it was called? I don't. I remember what the name of it. I thought so it was what Summer it called Day Five Alive. Wasn't that what it was called? I thought it was Summer well, that, Sizzler. That was that was the prize. Well, the OVW stuff was the Summer Sizzler, but they used to have Day Five Alive, which was, was like the, the night before, right? All the kids, yeah. All the kids would go out and act a fool, yeah, dance, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, I do believe, and I'm not going to say too much or whatever, but I do believe there are plans to do other bigger things uh, here in the future, um, you know, here in this area as well as uh, in the region. So I'm, I'm excited about that, you know, what OVW has. And I can't wait for those announcements and those those opportunities to happen to see exactly. And I think I think the city wants it. I think they're 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 ready to get behind this. I mean, clearly we're selling out and we're turning people away and it sucks, especially when, you know, it, 
our uh you know our our regulars are forget you know not able to buy the tickets and they show up and they're like ah they, we we love our regulars but we also love our new fans too it, it's uh it's one of those kind of a bittersweet give or take kind of pros and cons like we're getting we're selling out but you know uh that's why i think uh bigger venues and stuff like kentucky Kingdome or whatever places we can do down the road is going to benefit us all and and you know uh make our fans even happier because uh, everyone would be able to, to come and enjoy um although i love selling out and not having any more seats anyways even in the bigger venues so it's um it's it's a it's a cool moment definitely to be a part of obw but it's also just in wrestling in general i mean we see not to talk about other promotions as much, but we see what just happened this past weekend where who would have ever thought that Adam Copeland would join the, would go to AEW and what a book, great buzz that is. And, you know, the opposite effect, Jade Cargill goes to WWE and signs with them. Look at that. We'll see what that effect does. And it's just really cool. It's, it feels like the nineties again, really. We're, and we're the ECW, right? I guess. Uh, so we're getting there. <laughs> Um, Freya, um, we, uh, I know that, um, appreciate your time. Appreciate you coming on here. Um, I want anything you want to plug, throw out there. I mean, you got your social, your Twitter, a uh, handle right there, or your, or one of your handle, I think it's your Twitter or your, or your, um, in, um, Instagram handle right there, but plug your socials, but any kind of websites, any, your booking email, whatever, you know, throw it out there. Yeah. Um, I guess. Of course, please come to our weekly show. You know, we can't say enough how much we want everyone to come out. Get your tickets early. Clearly, you got to do that now. But if you want to see me outside of OBW, I have some really cool stuff coming up. This Saturday, I'll be at CCW in Miami. And then November 9, I'll be in Hawaii at Oost Wrestling with my cousin TT. Uh, we'll both be competing there and her daughter, actually, so keeping it in the family. And then the next day, the 10th, I'll be in Vegas wrestling for Pride Style. And so there's just a lot of really cool things coming up. Oh, and I'll also be at WrestleCade all three days, particularly at the Ladies' Night Out show that Sunday, that last day of WrestleCade. That's in North Carolina, Winston-Salem. So a lot of times and a lot of opportunities to see OVW and Freya the Slayer. Nice. And if anybody wants to uh, book you, like for any additional shows or whatever, do you have a booking email they can reach I out to you? I do. Freya.slays.ak at gmail.com. Freya.slays. Yeah, I, I can type it in. Hang on. Okay. I'll put it on the. Cool. But yeah, on. otherwise, it's on my Instagram. It's easy to find. Just don't stalk me and find my cell phone number and text that. Someone did that this week, and that was a little strange. So oh, wow. don't do that. Freya.slays.ak at gmail.com. Yes, that's the one. There yeah, it is. Just, that's that's it. And right. so yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all cool. Just you know, respect your favorite wrestlers. Don't yes. stalk their home. And this address. email, this email is literally for those inquiring about bookings, guys. Yeah, bookings, if, if, anything if you, like that, appearances, you, any of yes. that kind of thing. If you want to say something nice to her or talk to her and be say you're a big fan, tweet at her or write on her Instagram or, or like her on Facebook, things like that. That's where you can do those things. But on this email, strictly for uh, bookings and appearances and things like that, uh, serious inquiries only. Uh, I got it up here on the screen. Freya, it's those that are listening on audio later on this week, freya.slays.ak at gmail.com. So yeah. uh, check it out if you're a promoter. 
or a um, or you run a convention center. What I guess you still be a promoter, and you want to book her for that. Um, hit her up and uh, take advantage of her before she's gone to somewhere else where you can't do that anymore, and they strict her on her bookings. So there you go. See, I said I called it here first, guys. I called it. We'll see. I don't know. I'm just open. I'm open to seeing OVW blow up. I'm open to uh, something else. We'll find out. I'll find out as soon as y'all do. So, uh, well, I'll ask this question. You did, before you came to um, or OVW, maybe around the time you came to OVW, you did some AW Dark, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, did you do any other, did you do any extra work for WWE or did you do any extra work I've for Impact? I've never done that. Um, I've done AEW extra work a lot actually the first ones i did were um during 2020 when they were doing the empty arena shows in jacksonville those were wild because it was such a long day we weren't wrestling normally until one or two in the morning um and we were there from like 10 a.m and then you wrestle at 2 a.m and Mm -hmm. so those were long days but such great opportunities and I think, I don't know if people like non-wrestlers realized how strange that was to go wrestle in a giant stadium to silence, you know, right, that right. was definitely unique. Um, I've been really lucky to do extra work with them since then a few times with fans and it's just like a totally different atmosphere, but no, really, really have enjoyed and thankful that they keep bringing me back. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I have a feeling, um, you know, and I know you've got bookings you've already announced coming up in the next month. You're very next couple of months. You're very busy, and I have a feeling that that, that calendar is going to keep filling up. Thanks to the power of Netflix, and and um, people got to see who you are and your character and what you're what you've sacrificed so far uh, for for. And it's amazing people don't realize, you know, like what we and I say we because we're all in the business, whether we're wrestlers, referees, announcers what we sacrifice to be a part of this business. Like it's, 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 it's a lot, you know? And it, I mean, it's, it's, it takes special people in our family, you know, family members in our life to accept that and to take, and to take that into as well. So um, the fact that you got a lot of support from your family, support from us, you know, and, um, and you all, and you support us as well is it, we all need that. And it's pretty, pretty amazing. And you got a big support group as, as fans, as you can see through our chat right there alone, like people just, I mean, even though he's he's Jeremy's brother, but he's also a big fan, and he he's a he. Um, Joey Wallman says it's a great time to be a wrestling fan and a Freya fan. So you look at that, I love that. So, but uh, but Freya, again, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Um, and uh, you know, I uh, I'm excited to see what OVW what 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 your career does, and then what OVW does in general in the next month, year, whatever. I'm and I'm waiting for a season two. Let's do it. Me too. Let's speak that one into existence. Yes. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Need to fo- follow you to the great wide north when it is uh, I, it's time, oh, you know. That's my season secret two. dream is yeah. that we do another season and we tour and do an Alaska show. Yes. I, I own a ring there. Like, I'm ready. We could do it. Yes. Let's and I it. hear that there's, there's a, a manager named Brad and I think that wants to take a trip to Alaska and manage Freya the Slayer in her you own want state. To know crazy I, I've heard that. I'm sorry about Bacon. Bacon literally saved the town that I'm from from a fire. 
Bacon. Wow. Bacon did. There oh, was like a not crazy bread bacon, but fire. bacon like me. No, bacon, yeah. like actual bacon. So see, you can so see. <laughs> so, I mean, really, there's history there. So see, Eric, this if Brad Bacon goes there, Brad Bacon could say he brought he saved the town. Look they do that. a whole bacon saved, festival. Uh, yeah. And so really, Brad, Brad would fit right in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, Brad's not related to Kevin, right? No, he's about six degrees separated from it. Uh, okay, that's right. That was my next, my next thing. Okay, you beat me to it. Okay, that's what I thought. Six degrees separated. Got it. Okay, cool. You're welcome, <laughs> Freya. Thank you so much again. We appreciate you coming on and uh, thank doing you this. Guys. And um, we'll uh, we'll see you Thursday on OVW TV. Yes, hope to see everyone there. And if all you're right. not, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, all the things. Yes, follow her for sure. All right, thanks again, Freya. Thank you. All right, guys, that was Freya the Slayer. We appreciate her coming on and uh, being a part uh, of the show. Um, and, uh, man, that was that was a great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. And, and what's great about yeah. it is that we, you know, we know her. And we know how down to earth, how awesome she is. But what I love about when you bring people on like that, whether, you know, it's it's conversations and it's just fun. It's not your typical. I mean, yeah, we asked some of the typical questions, but it was just us hanging out as friends talking. It was almost like we, we just missed our country board beer and beers right now to drink with it. That was the only thing we were missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, literally one of my favorite people in OVW, I think she's, uh, she's amazing. She's, and she's so well-rounded. Like you, <laughs> you, she was a teacher and just decided to give that up and she's got, a degree in marketing and you know it's just all this stuff and you know people wouldn't know it when they just see her just dominate in the ring you know so uh so it's great to have her on and she's uh like i said one of my favorite people in obw and i can't wait to see what kind of success she gets from here joey said i agree i need to be a part of the bacon festival i do too i 100 percent part of the bacon festival without a doubt uh that's some good stuff you know i never had real bacon until i went to um New York City and ate at um oh gosh what's that what's that big fancy restaurant um across from uh, Thirty Rock uh I can't name of it now it's a very expensive restaurant uh Clint was with me uh and we had bacon for the first time and it was um it was amazing and I mean bacon like real bacon it was like cut real th- it was like this thick what we eat at the store is not bacon this was real bacon oh down south it's called pork belly. Pork belly? Oh, okay. Well. Yeah. Linda, we can't hear you. Where are you? Oh, Linda, we can't hear you. Nope. Nope. Can't hear Linda. I don't know what happened. Clint says he doesn't remember the name of it, but it was delicious. It was a it's a very well known name restaurant. Um Arby's. No. It's, a, it's <laughs> the third time I've said Arby's and nobody has acknowledged me. Because uh, we're not doing that. It's, it was like Seventy dollars for a steak or something crazy. Um, Del Frisco's. Maybe that was it. Is that it? Um, I don't know. That sounds right. Um, All right. I old. think Jeremy's mixed. Jeremy mixed up the slogans. It's Arby's. We have the meat. Roman Reigns says acknowledge me. I think you just got those. No, I just was saying nobody acknowledged me. I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't a tagline. It um, wasn't an awful pun. I'll leave those up to Daniel. Hey now, hey now. Was it Pat's? Uh, it actually is Del Frisco's because it's right across from Thirty Rocket Center. I just oh, Del Frisco's. Well, there's one. There's one of those here. 
Yeah, but eating in downtown New York City in Manhattan, that, that's kind of a cool thing. And I was with uh, some other Netflix star by the name of Al Snow. So, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, was it called Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. She's back. There she is. Okay. Oh, we can hear you. Welcome back. Hey, can, all right. Well, it's weird because now I can't see you guys, but now I can see the chat. So everybody, if you were saying some things that I could have responded or shouted out to, sorry, because I could not see the chat. There was some people say saying now. things earlier about you, Linda. Yes, they were oh. rooting for you. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Daniel's just been talking about meats, bacon, and stuff. The bacon. Well, what I was trying to say is that I live next to a small town here um, in southeast Wisconsin that's uh, – got the bacon factory here so there's just bacon ties everywhere around here uh blizzard brawl we're gonna make some bacon yeah perhaps all right. perhaps let's do it let's do it let's do it all right <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, are you gonna be there again we'll to, I, i'm hoping to be there yeah i, I believe mm -hmm. i will be so looking forward to it uh let's see matt cardona we've got uh damian sandow we've got who else is coming Demolition? Did I hear Demolition? Yeah. Headbangers. Sean Spears. Cal Hero. Tony Gunn will be there too. Netflix stars. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming up first weekend in December as always. Second, right? Yeah. Saturday night, December 2nd, Walk Show, Wisconsin. More info at blizzardbrawl.com or, of course, on LCW socials. It'll be here before you know it, guys. I mean, we just went over we're on, isn't it October 2nd today? Yeah, I October guess. 3rd. Yeah. October 3rd. Third, yeah. You're so a day behind. Two months. Yeah. So, Two yeah, months it, it's um, it's coming up, guys. Uh, real quick, I know we normally do this at the beginning of the show, but but we wanted to go right into Freya. We There was a lot, and I kind of said it earlier with Freya, but there's a lot of news that's happening in the world of wrestling. Let's kind of touch base on that before we end the show tonight. I mean, we've got, what, what does everybody thought? We got Adam Copeland showing up at AEW. And, um, you know, he was able to not only use his intro music, which is licensed or, you know, they got they paid for the license through Alter Bridge. But uh, Beth Phoenix did the little intro part where it says, you think you know him instead of you think you know me. So you think you know him. Um, that was pretty cool. And uh, and reports is that uh, he's he wants he's excited to work with his friend one more time and, and a, a best friend of 40 years. So. Um, I'm, I'm excited for him. I think it's good for wrestling. I'm shocked. I didn't think it would happen. I thought WWE would, would, uh, would, uh, would probably keep him. But I think when it came down to, you can't money can, you can, you can buy somebody, but you can't buy your friends. Right. So he wanted to spend time right. with his friends and, and that's probably no, probably the amount of money didn't matter, um, on that portion. Um, and, um, but, but yeah, when we've got, uh, it We've made got, me physically ill to hear his music in another place. It's just like when your favorite ball player gets traded to another team and you see him in the different colors. Mm -hmm. It's just like it made me physically ill. It's like, okay. But once I read the reports and it was he had reasons for going there, I get it. It is what it is. I mean, I'm, but it's just like it's like a kick in the, it's like a punch in the gut. Like even as the pay per view was ending, I was sitting here like, okay, he's not coming out. He's not coming out. He's not coming out. And then the Nick Wayne turn, and that's when I knew I'm about to be sick to my stomach. And then I heard the music, and I was like, oh, God. I love Edge. Edge is – oh, I'm sorry. Edge, Edge don't live there no more. I, I, I love Adam Copeland and what he did in WWE. 
I'm, I'm with my brother on this one. I don't expect a whole lot from his run in AEW, but if, if he's if he's there to hang out with his friend, I, I just don't want to see him do like a lot of the other wrestlers have and go over there and then crap all over WWE and act like it don't mean nothing. But then you, you've got your WWE song and you're using your WWE moniker and all this other stuff. I just, I, I hope, and I think that we'll see something different from Adam Copeland. I don't think he's going to be one of the, the bitter ones that, that leave and then nah. trash the, the other company. He knows he wouldn't be in this position today without them. So well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. No, I think I think what you will see though is uh, uh, somehow a turn of Christian Cage, and you'll you'll see them team up once again. You've got to have a match between them and FTR, you would think, uh, before it's all said and done. Uh, you know, he wants to do that, but he he mentioned that he's never been. Yeah, the Hardys, of course. Uh, you but you know, he mentioned that he's never been in the ring with Samoa Joe and. You know, they, he mentioned a bunch of other people that he would like to be. He had never, you know, shared the ring with Sting before. So, uh, you know, that's probably going to happen. But, you know, good for him. It is kind of weird. Yeah, it's like when you spend your life, it's like seeing Jordan in the Wizards jersey. It's yeah. like, you know, it's like seeing, uh, you know, for Linda, it's like seeing Aaron Rodgers in the Jets jersey. It was even say if it was for, Jets and Vikings For four jersey. minutes or Favre in a Jets jersey. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like that. It's weird. It doesn't make sense. But you know, we're going to go with it. And if, if his daughters wanted him to do it, if they wanted him to spend time with uncle Jay, uh, great for him, you know, good at this stage in his career, he can do whatever he wants. You well, know? Here's the thing I see. It was weird. I'm a diehard Peyton Manning fan. And yes, I was disappointed when we had to let Peyton Manning go. I mean, yeah, we had an opportunity for Andrew Luck and it was time. We had to let Peyton Manning go. It, Peyton Manning in a, in a different Broncos jersey. Yes, I was like, uh, but at the same time, I rooted and cheered and was happy for him and was ha- wanting him to cheer him on those Super Bowls. Only time I cheered against him was when he played the Colts, and the Colts did beat him in that first game, but then he came back and beat him in the second one. But I was definitely happy for my favorite player to be able to do what he did, and he able to go to two more Super Bowls, win another one, and retire the way he wanted to retire. So when it comes to Adam Copeland – Yes, it is weird seeing him on the other side, but at the same time, as a fan of Adam Copeland and as someone in this business that wants everybody to succeed and have and do what they want to do, I'm happy for him, and I hope that he has an amazing couple of years. Whatever it is there goes out the way he wants to. And you know, you know, probably just like they just like Peyton Manning did, he went and signed a contract with with the Colts for one day and officially retired as a Colt. And I can see. WB doing something similar where Edge comes back, he's a WB legend and officially leaves his legacy as WB who he is, who he who who made his career and who and he knows that. So um and I think Brian Danielson would do the same thing and Yeah. Um well the thing about this, only a couple of years ago, you know, Edge and uh Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, were kind of helping with creative on the two separate shows. And now here yeah. they both are over uh, with AEW. So, you know, I mean, AEW use all the help they can get when it comes to, you know, heart harnessing their creativity. So, um, you know, we'll we, see. We tweeted I, this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I truly believe that when Edge said that they just didn't have anything for him, he wanted to wrestle more. That's what really made me be okay. Well, I mean, if they're not going to use him and they truly don't feel like there's any kind of program, because that's the one thing you don't want to see. You don't want to see a whole bunch of older wrestlers stick around way too long. 
Um, and not that Edge is old yet, but they didn't have anything for him. You don't want to force anything. Like you said, I mean, Roman Edge, and wasn't it Roman Edge and Daniel Bryan at Mania a couple of years ago? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so kind of like the passing of the torch between those two to Roman. And it's just like, if they really didn't have anything for him and he wanted to wrestle more and be around his friends, like you can't hold a grudge against them. You can't, you can't sit there. I mean, even though I, it's, it's weird because as a fan, you kind of feel betrayed if, if you are loyal to one federation over the other. And I think there, there's no mistake. I'm a WWE fan over an AEW fan. I even put impact over AEW. I put OVW over AEW. I like both of those way more than I like AEW. But to see him come out at the end of the show the other night, man, it was a gut punch. And I was hope, hoping. But I truly believe Edge. So if, if WWE would have offered him more stuff, he would have he would have resigned. He would have stayed. But they just didn't have anything for him, it sounds like. So here's uh, this was tweeted down from our at Ringside Podcast um, link, which, by the way, you can follow us at all social media. It's at Ringside Podcast, X, Instagram, Threads, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Um, these are the people that went from WB to AEW. You're looking at Am- Ambrose Moxley, Chris Jericho, um, Big Show, Paul White, Mark Henry, Christian, Br- Daniel Bryan, and now Brian Danielson, uh, Paige, Soraya, uh, Tony Storm, Adam Cole, and now Edge, Adam Copeland, right? Um there's all tons of other names as as we stated on the on the tweet. There's tons of other names that came from WWE, like your Keith Leaves and people like that. But those are people that were released by WWE and then signed. So that's a little bit different. These are not people that are contract ender. They asked for the release, like Tony Storm did. Um, then you've got your AEW WWE. Right now, the list is very short. We've got Cody Rhodes, Brian Pillman Jr., and Jade Cargill. Um, well, you got Dragon Lee too. Dragon Lee came from. AEW. Dragon Lee as well. Dragon, oh yeah, Dragon Lee as well. Oh, and don't forget on, on the other WWE to AEW, we forgot um, Rod- Roderick Strong. He also his contract came to an end. Well, well, and Bobby Fish. Uh, but he's not with AEW. He just showed up and did a couple. I don't. I don't count Cardona, gotcha, Bobby gotcha. Fish, who just did one or two offs. Like I don't count those guys. Um, so, gotcha. so I mean that I do believe that list from AEW WWE is going to get bigger over time. Because as we all know, AEW does not like to release people. They like to just not renew contracts, right? So um, we can see, I can see this list changing over time. Um, but um, but that's, um, and, and the question would be, who will be the next one after Jake Cardio? Who will be the next AEW to go to WWE? Does anybody, I mean, who is it? Do you know how aggravated I am that Fastlane is not only an hour away from us this Saturday, but, oh, it's during probably one of the biggest home Louisville football games in over in, in about a decade. So yeah. I won't be able to – I would love to have been up there uh, for uh, for Jade's debut. Yeah, and I, I agree. That's probably the t- next two I would pick as well, Joey. But – I'm so frustrated. I won't Joey, be Joey, person. for those for those listening, Joey said Warlow and St- Ricky Starks. Uh, I think Warlow for sure. Yeah. Well, Starks That's is, is uh, Starks is Cody's best friend. Apparently, Cody's yeah. wife mentions him like on Twitter all the time. So yeah, Cody's got a few best friends: Matt Cardona, Josh Matthews, right. uh, Ricky Starks. 
you know, uh, he's got a few. <laughs> Daniel Spencer. Uh, actually, no, no, not one of them. Um, well, guys, I hate to, I hate to be the uh, the bearer of bad news, but I got like two percent. So, so all right. Well, we can I, wrap this up here. We could, if we want to wrap. Yeah, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up, guys. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate Freya for coming on. Uh, you can get us on the podcast avenues, uh, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, um, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. I named out. There's a bunch. I mean, if you listen to, if you listen to podcasts, we're on it. Subscribe to us today on YouTube or, in all, like I said, all po- podcast platforms. Like us on Facebook uh, at Ringside Podcast, on Twitter at Ringside Podcast, all that kind of stuff. Just, just all that. Individually on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. If I'm not having technical difficulties still, you can find all my socials linked at lovelylindak.com or at Instagram at lindakpwr. And I am at Eric on the air. Also, you can find uh, Daniel and myself at uh, shopovw.com and Pro Wrestling Tees, where you can also find the Eric, my man, tell him he's fighting shirt. Uh, along with uh, Daniel's office shirt and all the uh, the official shirts. The official Sorry. office parody, yeah. And, of course, the two of us uh, both on uh, Cameo as well. So, uh, yeah, hit us up anywhere and uh, support the, the show, support OVW, watch wrestlers on Netflix. And also, we, we need to mention the, uh, the email address. If you're looking to uh, book OVW, if you're looking to sponsor OVW, if you want to be a part of this rise of OVW, uh, you can email, which is ovwinformation at gmail.com. And uh, only serious inquiries, if you want to be a part of this, you want to support OVW in its rise, uh, you can do that as well. There it is. I'll put it on the screen, ovwinformation at gmail.com. Send that email there as well. Uh, Appreciate that. Um, guys, thanks again for a great show. Uh, we'll announce sometime on social media who our guest is next week, if we even have one, but I think we do. We're going to announce that next week. Um, and uh, and to, any final thoughts before we close out, guys? Well, stoked yeah. to be back this week and make some moves in the ring, you guys. Yes, we'll talk more about that next week for sure. Uh, you can remember you can get leave tips and donations to streamlabs.com slash ringside podcast. Do that and your inf- information and things will be read on the show. We appreciate the support. As always, in the meantime, but between time. Until next time, you can catch us ringside live. You think you know us? Oh my god. I'm out of here.